And welcome into the Pacers podcast. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Joe Young, a member of the Pacers each of the last three years, their second round pick back in 2015. The team, though, moved on this summer, declining to pick up an option on his fourth year. But Joe has found a new home and now joins the podcast to talk about it. Joe, how are things with you? Yeah, everything's great, man. Just, you know, got things finalized and just truly honored about this opportunity. Yeah, so you're doing something a little bit different, going overseas, and it's understandable in today's marketplace in the NBA, right, where the majority of deals were for one year and for a limited amount of money at this point. Take us through your decision and why you believe China is a good fit for you. Yeah, you know, some overseas, you know, um, great team, you know, great coach, and heard a lot of great things about the organization, and, you know, I just, you know, me, me and my you know, team, we just, you know, came together and just thought, you know, what, what was best, you know, for me at this particular time. What do you know about the, the way the game is played over there and the talent level with this particular league? Well, you know, I know it's 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 a different pace, you know. At the end of the day, uh, basketball is basketball, and yeah. I just have to uh, just really adjust to it. And that's just part of the game, and I feel like that's that's the love of the game and I love love it. It's the, it's the journey of it. I love it. Is that Zoe in the background? Your one year old. Yep, yep. That's Zoe in the background. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> to keep her keep it down. I had to let fans know what's going on in the background. That's great. Yeah, Zoe, and you're yep. expecting uh, your mm-hmm. second one, Sue. Correct, Joe Junior. Yep, Joe Junior. Yes, sir. What Due is that? August 10th. Wow. What will that mean to you to number one have your first boy, but also uh, to pass down your name? Man, it, it means a lot. You know. Um, that's why I get up every morning and work hard just to, you know, try to bring some legacy you know, to the name and to to my family. So my kids do have something to, to talk about and have something to look up for, you know, when they get to this particular position. Take us through the last couple of months and free agency and what that was like for you, especially having to consider new options like going overseas, a foreign territory for someone like yourself. I mean, it was new, and you know, yeah. it's my obviously it's my first you know free agency. I had um you know a, f- a few choices to 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 look at. I had a few you know NBA teams, and you know I had you know the the way the 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 system is, it was no really no room nowhere for any team. Like as in, um, players are still stuck in their contracts from happening from a year ago, and it's 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 no room and no money. And I had to really put, you know, to my mind, like, what, what I'm going to do, like, as in, it's, it's no spots here, and I can really go to somewhere else overseas and, you know, really really start start a journey just to, you know, you know bring my experience, what I learned from the NBA, and also learn, learn, learn more mm-hmm. and, and to get better and, and help, you know, other people and other, you know, on my, my new team. Fans wouldn't know this, but your locker's right next to Al Jefferson. He's also going to China. Did you have any conversation mm-hmm. with him at all? Yeah, I did. No, I had a great conversation with Al. He just he basically gave me good advice. He he, he told me, you know, you know, you got to do what's best for for you and, and the family. And you know, as in you know how the NBA works, you know, if it's no spots, no roster, you got to you got to find your job. And, and until then, you know, that's that's what I'm doing. So I had to. Really, just you know, mature even more, mature, mm-hmm. and that's not even a bad thing to even you know go over there. I know people might say it is, but you know, it, it's it's a great deal, and I'm truly honored by this opportunity, and I, and I'm blessed. I just want to thank God for you know really keeping me uh, with with the positive mindset to go out there every day 
and put my best foot forward. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with making even a, a living, a long-term living at that overseas. I know guys yep. here from Indy that have carved out their niche, been there 10-plus years, have saved up their money, and, and mm-hmm. are living great. Now, obviously, you want to get back to the NBA, as you should strive for, but there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with playing overseas in China and whatever those leagues yeah, are. Yeah, oh, it's nothing. Like, I tell you know kids all the time, like, yeah. it's – it's nothing wrong with you know overseas. It's 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 basketball. You just love the game. You're getting like, paid to do what you love. Like like yeah, it's as exactly. simple as that. Exactly. You're getting paid, you know, to do what you love. And there's far more money overseas, Joe, in terms of comparing to the G League. But was that ever a consideration for you, whether it was a prove it two way contractor or going to camp with the team? Yeah, I mean, yeah, even you know going going into camps with a team, you know. Uh, you know, I've been through three camps, and I know, you know, what, what that can come with. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you could bring a lot of energy, help help the team lead them, and you know, be great for the organization. But you know, I just you know the decision on like the deals that you know China gave me, and you know, it was it was just really just I just thought it's basketball, and it's, there's no spots here, and let's let's go to let's go to China. Yeah. It's just and a tough yeah, market, right? Right now, yeah. where anybody that's not a star, maybe superstar yeah. in the league, they're not getting very much. Yeah, and it's not—it's not like I'm the only one that's 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 out of the league this this year. It's 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 a lot of a lot of great great players that that should be in the league right now, as myself. That that you know they don't have enough room for us right now, but you know I'm I'm sure you know I know the market will it's going to jump next year, and that's why you know. I have to put it in the process of me going, you know, to where I can get better and sustain myself, you know, bring my confidence level to another level and just get better and go off the things that, you know, I didn't do when I did, when I was in the NBA to, to get me better to when I get back. During your exit meeting, did you have a good feel as to whether you were part of the team's future or not? Yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a kind of great feeling, but I kind of had a feeling that, you know, uh, I wasn't gonna be, you know, part of the team, you know, anymore. Okay. And you know, I didn't really, you know, you're not supposed to take that. You just gotta, you know, really take that and, you know, go as as a positive perspective. And I did. And I really, really thank them for everything they did for me, drafting me. Man, it's it's truly an honor to get a, you know, opportunity that you know every every kid dream for. And you know, I will always thank the Pacers for for drafting me. Yeah, and it's crazy the type of turnover that this team has had. I mean, you you came yep. in right with Miles in 2015, mm-hmm. and he's the only one left from that season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing you learn. The NBA is it's about movements, and it's it moves fast. And I just know I'm gonna go, you know, trying to have a great year, and I'll be back around, you know, late February if it you know, goes to where. So who knows? Yeah, so best-case scenario, right, is that you go over there for, what, maybe six months, earn that money, play very well, and earn a, a way back into the NBA. I assume your contract allows you to, to finish the year here if you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm staying there the whole the whole year. Like, I'm staying in China the whole year. You know, that's my 100% mindset. Go down there, learn, lead a team, and, and win. And that that's that's the main focus right now. You know, I had you know I had to do this the transition I have to do, and I can't. I'm still thinking. I'm all I'm all about the NBA, all about the NBA. But at this point, I have to think about the situation I'm in now. After this past season, Joe, what was your your mindset going into the off season? What what did you feel like after these three years? You realize I, I really need to lock in and improve upon this 
to to earn a long term deal here? Just you know, be locked in all the time. You know, I just you know feel like you just have to be there at, at all times. And and part of it's getting an opportunity, to, right? Because yeah, which you got yeah. a little bit for a month and a half stretch, right? When Darren had his left knee scoped. Yep, and you know that's that's another thing. You just you know control what you control. You know. Uh, you know, I, I know I can you know, produce and you know, bring what these guys bring in the league. And I was just, you know, in a situation, you know, I got I got vets that have been in the league no longer than me. And that's just, that was the situation, you know. And those guys can tell you that, you know, I belong here because, you know, I played with them in practice. And, and some of the guys I know in the league, it's just, it's all about, you know, the opportunity and and what they give you. And they they did what they did, you know. I didn't put my head down about it. I just, you know, continue to work hard, even step on the floor, try to try to do the things, you know, I can control, try to, you know, get on the court, but it's it's much more than that, you know. And I, re- I respected it, you know. Didn't put my head down, kept working, and I will always, you know, respect the paces for that. We know you can score. We know you can shoot. Do you ultimately feel like it's going to be improving on that defensive end to try to become a regular part of the rotation? Is that the biggest thing in your mind holding you back? Well, you know, as soon as the season was over, I didn't, you know, take no time off. And I came, you know, straight to Santa Barbara. And, you know, that's really all I've been working on is my defense and, you know, my strength and, like, really my scenarios of getting over the screen and doing the things that a great defender in the NBA, you know, can do. And, you know, I look at the guys that, you know, when I was in there on their physicality, on, on different things they do on the defensive end. And, you know, that's why, you know, leaving for six months, I think I can progress all that and, and come back as, as the best defender I ever was. You mentioned being in Santa Barbara. That's where the P3 Sports Science Academy and all that is. Share with us what all goes into that and what you can learn from something like that because we've heard nothing but rave reviews from guys that go through that, guys like Kyle Korver, um, Paul Millsap. I know they have a, a, a location as well in Atlanta. Yeah. See, I mean, I mean, it's unbelievable. P three, you know, they get you right where you need. And this, I haven't been there in two years. And this year, you know, I took advantage of it. You know, going there through the whole free agency. And I mean, actually, this is the best I think I've ever been in my life. My, my body is strong. Um, I feel like you know, I'm, I'm moving even better on defense. And you know, I play one on one. I play the defense side of one on one every day. Just okay. to get better, and you know, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get there. I have the the knack to always get there and improve myself, and that's what, what that's what you have to have in in this league. You know, you got to you know keep on moving because the next day is is always going to come. You're such a positive, optimistic guy. Where does that come from? Is that family? Uh, is that a coach of yours? Where does that co- positivity stem from? I mean, you know, I was raised off loving the game. Like my dad, you know, and my mom, you know. Just not don't only you know think about what comes with it. You got to think about putting the effort in and making it happen. And you know, I wasn't a guy that people always like. It's like what's happening to me now. It happened to me in college. You know, my first few years in college, I didn't really get the the, the to really do what I had to do. But I continued to work hard, and I got another opportunity, and I took advantage of it. So that's just you know just part of me growing up. My parents, you know, they they kept me positive. They learned me, they taught me through the days, you know, when, when things weren't going my way to really, you know, stay, stay positive and, and get through it. 
What do you make of just this NBA offseason in general where we see LeBron head west, opening the doors perhaps for a fresh new team like Boston in the East? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that was kind of crazy. I don't know. And I've seen that. And your cousin, you got to mention Paul staying in Oklahoma City, which surprised all of us. Yeah. I mean, he said he wants to get away from the uh, the lights and, you know, that's 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 pretty good. Like that's any player's dream to really stay away from all the, you know, the high style troubles and all that, you know, and just really, you know, focus, stay in the house, you know, as a family. And that was a good decision on Paul. So take us through what's next for you. You continue training in Houston or with P3. And then when do you head out to China, Joe? September 8th. Yeah. Right now I'm just in Houston, you know, with the family uh, for a week or two. Then I'm going to shoot to Chicago and work out with Patrick Beverly for a few days and, and try to get some pointers, you know, great guy, you know, he knows a lot about the game, the defense are in, and I'm going to go get some, some wisdom from him and then go to Santa Barbara after that and continue to work. And then it'd be time for me to head, head down there. That's really interesting. You mentioned Patrick Beverly. He's a guy that spent like four seasons overseas. What's the connection with him? Yeah. You know, we got the same agent and that's one of the things, you know, that's who really keeps, you know, been staying in my ear about, you know, overseas thing. It's not a bad thing. And I you know, I kinda knew that from the beginning. And he just really helped, you know, my decision on, you know, the way the NBA market is, he helped my decision, you know, a lot easier. Very good, Joe. Well we wish you luck overseas and and definitely look forward to seeing the birth of your son Joe Junior. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate it. My thanks to Joe for giving me a call after he finished up a workout. Back home down in Texas, in Houston. Joe's the team's third-string point guard last year, playing behind Darren Collison, who had a career year at age 30. Corey Joseph, who potentially was in a contract year. He had a player option. Ultimately, he did decide to exercise that, as did Thad Young. But if the market was any better, he was hoping certainly to play his way into a new contract, ideally something long-term. Guys, rightfully so, love guaranteed money, long-term situations, but now Corey will be a free agent next summer, much like Thad Young. Joe's just 26. He was the team's second-round pick, 43rd overall back in 2015 out of Oregon. He's a guy that's gone through a lot of adversity and continues to try to prove his way that he belongs in the NBA. And by the looks of it, it seems like the hard work aspect is not an issue. He works a ton in the gym and, and quite honestly, shares it. A ton, but he's a guy now that is coming off his third season in the league. So this is when you can truly have an understanding of whether a player has a place in the league or not. We know he can shoot it, shot better than 43% last year, appearing in 53 games, but there wasn't a ton of opportunity. The majority of those reps came in February, in March, after Darren Collison had his left knee scoped. And during that stretch, he played quite well, surprisingly well, in fact. Um, He turned it over less than one time per game on average and wasn't a negative, I wouldn't say, by any means for this team. In all, four points, 1.2 rebounds per game in his third NBA season. Now he'll head overseas. This is a learning point for him. And it's also going to be a little bit difficult, I would imagine, considering he'll soon have a newborn joining Christina and his one-year-old, Zoe. Thanks for listening to the Pacers podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review. By leaving five stars, by leaving a positive review, that will allow Apple to see you like the podcast and others will too. And hopefully expose this podcast 
to fans that might enjoy it. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.